Okay, I'm gonna talk about this, because reasons. Have I ever mentioned that I like pods? Thanks for tuning in to Ryan Matlock. Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ryan Matlock Show. I'm your host. Guess what my name is? I'm Ryan Matlock. Oh, today is the 17th of January. We are, like, just barely halfway into the first month of the year, and oh boy, people are just ready to get their hands on YouTube and strangle the life out of it with their hatred. Cool. So let's talk about what YouTube did today um, that has got everybody so massively stirred up. So this morning, story time, I woke up and I had an email in my, uh, well, my email, and it said that there was a new policy in place that in order to add... Uh, in order to earn AdSense money, so monetize your videos, you had to have 1,000 subscribers as well as 40, no, not 40, I keep thinking 40 because that sounds normal, but it's actually 4,000 cumulative hours of watch time on your channel in the past year. And so that's kind of interesting. And the reason this email was sending it to me was because it was saying that none of my channels were uh, meeting that standard. And it's true. Like, my, my main channel has passed 1,000 subscribers, but definitely does not have that much in terms of cumulative hours. Now, if I were uploading weekly and getting uh, about... I think I did the math. I would need to have about 900-ish views per video in order to be making that. And that's that's not unreasonable. I could, I could legitimately make that, especially since I do, uh, like, maybe two or three times a year, release a video that does meet the standard where it's, like, to the point that it would meet that. So this morning, I, I basically woke up and was told, hey, your stuff isn't going to be monetized. And so I tweeted out uh, saying essentially that, that, because uh, tons of people were uh, sending out messages like saying, oh, my channel's down now, my channel's going to be down now, my channel's going to be uh, losing its monetization status. And so I sent something out, I, I t- took a screen cap of my watch time analytics and essentially said, hey guys, so this is a thing. And that's all I said. I, I added the hashtag to the tweet and uh, that was it. And then today I've been at a like a marketing uh, brainstorming session all day and so it's been like meetings and meetings and so I get out of these meetings and my phone is just blown up. Uh, Twitter retweet after Twitter retweet, all talking about this and people who don't even know me just retweeting me because I use the hashtag. And all of them are using it to say that YouTube is terrible. They're like, oh yeah, see, this guy's just like me. Like, screw YouTube. And it's just really funny to me because I actually love these changes. Uh, yeah, you heard it here first, folks. I agree with and fully support an effort made by YouTube that everyone hates. And I'm going to tell you why in the next segment, so stay tuned. That's right. You heard it here first, folks. I don't think that the YouTube uh, partner program changes are a bad thing. Why is this? Well, let me explain. So first off, let's go back. Back to Adpocalypse and explain a few things. So first off, I don't believe that YouTube is trying to harm creators that's really shooting themselves in the foot if they're really trying to do that. I think they generally care about two things. One is getting money, and two is making sure their creators are happy so that they can continue making money. Make sense? Good, because we're going to move on from that premise. 
because with Adpocalypse, I don't think that they're actually trying to harm creators. I really don't. It just does not make sense as a smart move in any sense of the word or of the premise. What really is going on is that advertisers are skeptical. They think that YouTube is a bit sketchy and for good reason. I mean, just the fact that we have so many weird videos, so many even generally sketchy videos where, you know, even just last uh, like week or two, uh, Logan Paul was flagged for showing a dead body in his videos. And that's <laughs> that's an issue. Advertisers don't want to show up next to that, especially when these days any ad can come under scrutiny in the public eye and mess up a brand simply because of what it's associated with or how it's portrayed. Like, take a look at the Pepsi commercial from last year where they portrayed a bunch of uh, social issues in their ad saying like, oh, we can solve this with Pepsi. And it was a, it was a cool ad. <laughs> I didn't understand why people got mad at it, but people did. They were like, oh, you can't change things by having a white person open up a bottle of, a bottle of Pepsi. It really was not, it didn't make sense to me why people were getting so freaked out over it, but I digress. The point is, advertisers are being super careful, especially when it comes to YouTube. YouTube has to make them happy. How do they do that? They do that by trying to implement these rules saying, hey, you have to have certain things on your channel and you have to not have certain things on your channel in order to be advertiser friendly. Now let's move on from that premise, that history, because the next thing is this YouTube partner program change, and it's that now you have to have at least 4,000 minutes, no, not minutes, sorry, hours of watch time in the past year in order to qualify. Now, why am I super okay with this? Well, I'll tell you about that in the next segment. It has to do with communism, so stay tuned. Guys, if I'm good at anything, I think I'm probably very good at uh, just leaving people on cliffhangers. Last segment, I talked about how uh, I was going to explain why I perfectly agree with the new YouTube Partner Program uh, qualifications and how it has to do with communism. So let's get into it. So the you knew the, the I keep saying it, you knew not new YouTube new YouTube Partner Program. Um, essentially, the point is that you have to get a cumulative 4,000 hours of watch time on your channel. And I want to premise this by saying that if you have up to 4,000 hours of watch time, that generally, like, I think that's about how much I would get if I was uploading weekly, getting about 900 views on a video. And if I'm getting that, that means that one thing is true, and that's that I am not making that much. I'm making maybe $50. Now, here's the thing. There are millions of channels out there just like me who are like up to 1,000 subscribers or less, and I know because they're all uh, tweeting about it on Twitter. And the thing is that they don't make a lot of money. They're all saying one thing, and it's that they feel like they're being ignored. But the problem is that none of them are taking into consideration the actual consequences that are coming from this, and they're really minimal. In fact, they actually will come out on top of this if they stick to their content creation. Because let me put it this way. If you are a YouTuber that makes $50 or less in a given year, then that means that you are not making anything. 
No, no, I'm serious. You are not making anything because you, if I remember the system correctly, you can't actually redeem any of your ad cents until you get to a hundred dollars. So there's tons of this fake money. It's like, it's almost a pledge. Like someday you'll be able to redeem this. That's going out to these YouTubers who can't actually redeem it, but they like to see the little numbers in their analytics. And so, now that they won't see that, they feel like they've been cheated. Well, here's the thing though, all that money could be saved. Think of it, millions of YouTubers, okay? Millions of YouTubers are getting these tiny bits of money. All that money could be saved for the people who will actually make enough money to redeem it. And then those people would actually get more money faster. Okay, so are you tracking with me? So yes, now I'm gonna, I'm, now I'm gonna talk about communism, or rather reverse communism, because that's what I really believe this is. Because think about communism. It essentially says we could redistribute all the money to everyone. Take the money from the richest people, give it to the poor, and we'd all be hunky-dory, right? Wrong. Because even the most wealthy person in the world, were we to distribute their money to everybody, everybody would have maybe up to $5. At the most, they would be able to get Starbucks, and then they'd be out of luck. Meanwhile, the richest person in the world who spent their life accumulating wealth uh, goes poor. Um, the, that's the problem with communism, is that it doesn't actually look at numbers. And that's also the problem with the YouTube partner system, is that it doesn't look, or, the, or that it didn't look at numbers, thinking, okay, uh, what are we doing actually giving all these people money who can't use it? I think it's a much better, a much better system to take a look at it and say, okay, how much... How many views, how much uh, of an audience would you need to have in order to actually make money at this? Okay, let's only give the money to those people and that way you'll be able to earn money when you can actually earn money. It makes literally no sense to be earning this fake money just to, you know, sort of feel good. And that's what I'm going to talk about in my next segment, which is hope. This is the final... Uh, thing like the major issue that I've seen people gripe about on Twitter. So this will be the last segment next uh, of my rant on the uh, second part of the adpocalypse, the YouTube partner program. So stay tuned. I am almost done yelling. And finally, in this saga of talking about the new YouTube partner program, yes, I said it. I didn't say you YouTube. Um, uh, one per I'd like to call out one person who uh, tweeted me on Twitter, and not necessarily calling them out, but really just reading what they said. So I, uh, I so my tweet, I'm gonna read it full what I said. So I said, so I thought I was safe in the YouTube Partner Program, but turns out it's 4,000 hours, not minutes. Asterisk face palm asterisk. I ran the numbers and I'd need to release 150 or so videos in the next 30 days in order to reach that goal. I'll be speaking about this on Anchor. So none of it was negative, none of it was positive. Like obviously I wasn't happy with it, but I wasn't saying that YouTube was terrible. And so this guy, uh, he responded to me. He, he says Falcor tweets, whatever his name is. Uh, he said, I did the same calculations this morning and never felt more, uh, felt ever more depressed around this. It's such a negative thing to happen. Not about the money, it's about the support and being told in a very corporate manner that we don't make the cut anymore. And then I sort of said, actually, that's not really what I'm saying at all. And he said, I get that, but how can they badge something as a tool to reduce offensive content by penalizing small uh, creators trying to grow? their worst occurrences of offensive. So then he talks a little bit about offensive content and adpocalypse. And then he said, it's most to do with the feel of being, the feel, not the feeling, the feel of being valued. 
It's difficult to grow and become valuable when the platform makes it incredibly difficult for new creators to reach that point while the already matured channels thrive. Okay, so this is the final argument uh, that I'll be addressing, unless other ones come up, so far as the new YouTube Partner Program, and it's that it all has to do with hope. Essentially, the the feeling of being valued, that because YouTube previously allowed you to monetize your stuff, you felt valued, you felt like you were part of the YouTube community, but now it's almost as if they're shutting you out. They're saying you know what, you don't matter, and we're going to support the people who do matter. Well, I'm going to say that that's technically what is happening, and at the same time, it's not. It's not that they're saying that, well, what is happening is that they're saying other people matter so far as who's actually able to be paid. They, like, I'm sorry that they're not giving you peanuts, but at the same time, if they can deny you peanuts so that when you actually get to a substantial following, you'll have more stake, then I'd much rather have the steak than the peanuts. And so far as whether they think that you're valuable or not, I think that depends on whether you're actually producing content. I mean, if you're at such a low level, such as like a hundred or uh, under a thousand subscribers, like I'm, I'm at there. I'm a thousand three hundred subscribers. I'm not a huge YouTuber. I'm a small YouTuber, and I'm not discounting small YouTubers. But at the same time, being a small YouTuber means that you have that responsibility, or rather, that goal, that thing to overcome in order to make the big time. This Nothing has changed. You still have to overcome substantial odds in order to get to a place where you can actually be paid. It, nothing has changed. The, the fact that YouTube isn't supporting you financially shouldn't uh, discourage you from having that hope, that feeling that YouTube is supporting you. Because YouTube makes, they, they do so many things to support everybody. A, they have given you a platform where you can upload your videos for, you guessed it, free. They have given you the Creator Studio, which allows you to have access to resources where you can make your videos better than they ever were before. There's a YouTube editor, in case you don't have an editor you can pay for yourself. There is a library full of sound effects and music. There's even guides on how to make your content better. There is literally so much given to people for free from YouTube that ought to make them feel as if they are being supported, as if YouTube is saying, you too can be like these creators that you know and love. So, as far as the hope goes, I think a lot of people like to look at the negative when it comes to YouTube, but I'd encourage them to do the exact opposite. Look towards the positive, because YouTube seriously does so much for the community, and I'm not discounting the the mess-ups they've had. Obviously, Adpocalypse and the algorithm change that ended up demonetizing so many people's content unnecessarily, that's a huge fail, and it's something that YouTube has uh, I think, apologized for, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we have to be okay with it. But in the end, it's not for us to really t- point the finger and say YouTube's doing something bad, because I do think they really care. Thanks for listening to my thoughts, everyone. If you have any questions, thoughts about the adpocalypse or anything to do with content creation, feel free to call in. I'm happy to always answer 
your questions or even just open a discussion. Um, my name is Ryan Matlock. Again, this has been the Ryan Matlock Show. If you'd like to hear more of my content or see more of my content, feel free to check me out on my website, theryanmatlock.com, as well as YouTube, Ox Cable is the Ox Cable is my podcast, YouTube. Uh, my YouTube channel is The Entrepreneur, and I will see you guys in the next episode.